Welcome back, everybody, to episode 89, 89. of the wow. Lookout Podcast. Yeah. Wow. I know, right? This is getting close. It's kind of close. It's kind of close to 100. It. Yeah, we're cutting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with that said, of course, I am Meals. I am yeah, here yeah. with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. What's going on, man? Happy man, it's a fun one right here. This is a fun one. This is yes. a fun one. This is a good, this is like a good afternoon delight. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's a middle of the afternoon recording this um just an overall great experience but we have a guest on air someone who i think i legitimately okay so i always have a story of how i stumble on guests and stuff like that um obviously rock lock from my hero <laughs> right academia, right yeah we've had conversations has one of the most there's very few people in anime or people who do voiceovers where i was like you're black <laughs> for <laughs> right, sure right for sure um it is between him and it's also who does um the voice of dispo in dragon ball mm-hmm. super yeah, we, spoke, we spoke about this before yeah, yeah. you just knew it you yeah. know you could just tell yeah. top might also be uh no you might not you might but i was like uh jiren maybe i don't know right. but nonetheless um so definitely, and I've always wanted to continue to talk to the voice actors. My here academia, we had uh, we had Zeno on last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, it was awesome. This year, or at least this episode, um, I'd like to introduce everybody. You may know the voice. You, you, you definitely, definitely probably know the voice. Know the voice. <laughs> you definitely know the voice. <laughs> um, welcome, Gabe. Gabe Kunda to the show. What's up, my man? Hey, what's going on? How you guys doing? Oh, great. Doing well, great. man. I'll be honest. You have like a very, your voice is very. It like it cuts through, but it's also warm and also like. <laughs> yeah, man, we we see we see how you do it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, very. I, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, it's like very. I feel like we might be able to slow jam this episode a little bit. Just based on your voice, most definitely. We could put like an instrumental, like a, a Marvin Gaye instrumental. I love it. I, you know, I'm down. I am down for all that. Oh my god! <laughs> you said Marvin Gaye. I'm down for that. <laughs> Have you joke. done radio before? Wait, radio? Oh no! Yeah. No, no, hey, man, no. You were, you make a killing. I I have not done there. I, you know, I got in when I started doing like the voiceover stuff. Like that was what I was using to get into voiceover so we had like mm-hmm. uh um audio or a radio audio production thing at our school which was really dope and i got into that because but because i was like i'm gonna get into radio and then from there i'm gonna do voiceover which a lot of people they get into radio and then they stumble into voiceover so that's kind of the other way around kind of reverse engineering so um i did i did radio but very in a very amateur way it wasn't okay. like and I, you know i'm a sophomore in high school so my voice is all the way up here and you know, <laughs> right. 99.9 the wild and i'm trying to, <laughs> trying to make my voice do all that but it, it wasn't working and so it wasn't until i got older you know that i started kind of growing into you know what i have now but yeah no i, I not professionally i can't say i have no no you you definitely make a killing bro like i used to do i used to do um radio at my college radio station as well i think that probably like got me like into maybe like doing podcasts a little bit better of just like instead of talking kind of normally you know you got to like turn it oh, on yeah. do a little you gotta turn it on you gotta absolutely turn it on so it's like it, it got me into that as well but first of all have to introduce yeah absolutely and in, in, in a personality as well first of all fellow aquarius 
Wow. Yeah, all of us. Oh, but of course. You know, I don't really I don't really dig into the to the to the horoscope. Me stuff. neither, but I, I like right. the bond. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's just, it's what kind of cuz there's so, something so what, there. What's your what's your day on on your your birthday? Mine is February 17th. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm the first. I'm the first. Oh wow, yeah. So we're all. Of, I mean, mine's basically February. <laughs> January thirty first <laughs> is basically February. You're right. Yeah. 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 No, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm in that same in that same flow. I, again, I don't really. I gotta look at like what what contains Aquarius. Like, what are the attributes of one? We are special but, people, man. We're special people. That makes sense. I see that every day. <laughs> I'm I, telling I, I you right now. <laughs> gra- I can definitely grasp onto that. I am special. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Listen. Listen. We. I don't. I'll be honest. I'm not full. I'm not really an astrology person as well. I just like yeah. the bond. I like the fact that I Jeff and I came together, also realized we're Aquarius, and then we have <laughs> you on, and it's like, okay, Aquarius, okay, all right, yeah, we on the works. That means that the podcast. We're about to do this whole like fusion hot thing. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Man. Like, what do we? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I was well. I was pretty much just kind of explaining you before we got on to displaying you about sure. my day and the whole pandemic thing and stuff like that. How has this entire year kind of been for you? Like, there's been it's been a lot of different. Oh man, dude. Things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the twenty twenty. <laughs> I don't even like saying. Do you remember twenty twenty? I know. Do you remember the day that you felt like the world shut down? Do you remember what you were doing that day? Oh, absolutely. Um, I was. It was spring break. I was with my wife in austin texas and we, we were just taking yeah we just, it was the middle of the week like wednesday or thursday yeah um and so we went off and did our thing came back and then we saw um the first thing i saw on my twitter feed was that the celebrity what's his name oh who got it um he's i think he's the voice of Buzz tom Twitter. hanks tom hanks tom yeah. hanks i saw yeah. that he got it the first and so <laughs> he's we the were, first celebrity ever <laughs> yeah yeah no we were and, and, and I, when i was watching it in our hotel room i was like oh okay so i guess this thing is kind of real but eh, <laughs> man, it's not coming here you know and so then like an hour later we got like a i got a notification saying like um the former president 45 had came up there <laughs> and and said that yo we're shutting down borders and this and that then i was like okay Okay, now let me, let me get home. Uh, this is getting a little real, but man, it'll be gone by the next day, bro. Man, that's surprise. Yeah, the surprise. Friday morning, it was like all hell and broke loose, bro. And we got back home. Everything was shut down. My wife was a teacher, and now was like working from home, and yeah. and everything just flipped on its head. And even on the voiceover side of stuff, like everything paused. Like the world stood still for like two weeks. Like we were yeah. like, what the heck do we do now? And then little by little, um, VO really, I mean, it just, it started kind of shooting up because everybody was starting to rely on just like voiceover and, mm-hmm. you know, animated series were still being created. And, and especially on the anime side of things, um, certain shows we were in the middle of working on. So, um, I remember, yeah, we were finishing up the, the season four of My Hero and even that, like, it, we had to figure, like, a lot, a lot of folks had to figure out how to um, record from home because a lot, some actors actually did not have their own home setup, which is amazing to think about. But they right. didn't have their own home setup, so they had to <laughs> figure it out. I was in a good right. position because um, I I worked about eighty percent of my work is from home. Um, and I do a lot of like TV promo and trailers and commercials, stuff like that. So I, I have to have a home studio right. so when everything kind of hit the fan that way. I didn't really get affected by that in terms of trying to find something to, to, to record in. But 
Yeah, man. It, other than that, the year it's it was it's weird because it was a great year in terms of like work but it was sad because you know we lost a lot of folks Absolutely. man um mills yeah. and i kind of on the same page we did a lot of podcasts like we did a lot of work a lot of shows last year mm-hmm. um, we had a lot of time on our hands and that was great but yeah it was definitely just uh you know bad on the outside yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely I think we made a lot of progress. For instance, I only say this for instance because Jeff and I don't live in the same area. We've actually never oh, wow. met in person. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> we've been working together awesome. for a while, but yeah, we make it work. But, yeah. Sure. We've been working together for three years doing this podcast and just kind of developed this like chemistry nonetheless. So like this never affected us. If anything, it, 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 yeah, we, we, we got on harder. Time, <laughs> yeah. To improve our output and drop off more podcasts and contact more people and all this other stuff like that. It's now better. you talk you talk about the voiceovers you do. I have to, you know, I'm connected to one in particular. I did not know that you did the NXT voiceovers, which is oh, incredible. That is incredible. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm <laughs> we were wrestling fans and we were <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I, wait, no for be every every time because I definitely you know I'm so journalist all those stuff and sure. we all, we also do our homework on you as well before we um before we of course do this podcast and stuff but literally like most videos where I see you do voiceovers is holy shit by the way yeah. <laughs> thank you yeah, it's <laughs> truly impressive man like, uh, man I, I appreciate that yeah oh man I've been doing NXT now since uh I think it's like August of last year. Um, we're being at the voice of the of the show and stuff, and it's been really crazy. And I've I've done some um, other stuff for WWE proper, the the the, the main show as well. Um, I, I just finished. I did the uh, cold open for uh, WWE Fastlane that just um, Ooh. Last, last week. Yeah, so at the beginning of it, when it opens up with the narration, I'm, you I'm see that Mills? Come uh, on now, you see that Mills? <laughs> Incredible man. Um, so yeah I, I thank you yeah that's that's been an awesome thing because i as well i i it's weird i'm a huge wwe fan um but i kind of over time grew out of it and i hate it but like i've tried to force myself back into that moment when i was a, like when i was like i think in my teen like teenage but i'm like oh like right i think i watched wwe since i was like eight to about a 17 around that time right, and i was right. really okay. heavy like i was playing the games i was doing like i was i was a huge fanatic and then I, for some reason with school and everything i just kind of grew out of it and i hate it i, it I happens, literally it hate it but now, the best of us. yeah but now it's just kind of hard to kind of sit through because i don't know anybody other than you know the ogs <laughs> and so right. um yeah i'm trying to it, it's 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 great because I working on it. I'm getting familiar with the, 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 the folks and, you know, getting to say their names and stuff. I'm always looking them up or they're sending me clips over of, of, of the, the next week's kind of matches and stuff like that. So I'm able to kind of, you know, learn that way. But yeah, that's, uh, I've been doing that for, for a few months now. It's been, it's been a blast. It's been a blast. Yeah, that's incredible. That's freaking amazing, man. That's awesome. Like <laughs> just, wow. Um, Okay, so let me, in terms of just kind of your whole approach to this, how do you, yeah. because it seems like your voice is very controlled. Like, it, mm-hmm. is, is it sort of a natural thing in terms of, like, you're able to, I can't explain He's working it all because the time. I don't. It's like you're yeah. working right now. I know you're just being yourself, <laughs> obviously, but the voice is so good, it's like, 
I'm almost embarrassed. I'm like, damn, man. I need to, yeah. I need to get my shit together. No, because oh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Have you ever had the experience where yeah. you were recording yourself? I can say this for the first ever podcast that I did. Where you recorded yourself, listen back, and it was like, I sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had, I, like, I've had several several times where I've, I've done something i'm like oh okay well and I, don't, I think i'm a little too critical of myself you know what i'm saying like i, I think i can mm-hmm. be a little like oh man that, that sounds terrible i don't know why they hired me to do this or that on third and whatever so yeah i've had moments like that but i try i try to record and then send it's hard because a lot of the work that i do i have to kind of look listen back and make sure everything i'm saying stuff right, right. words right but with audition specifically i try to record and then like send it off because if i sit there and i try to like listen and dissect everything i'm doing man i'll never send it off i'm too critical (laughs) (laughs) i'm too critical now from all the videos i saw you have this you have this i won't say it's a quirk or something like that is the hand thing (laughs) an absolute oh man (laughs) it's a quirk (laughs) is it is it an absolute like could you not say that if you could do it without it, but it's something like a comfort type of thing. I was like, okay, I got when you do like the little hand thing, when you it's kind of like you know when Mariah Carey does the little high pitch note. You know thing? what's happening. She'll put her hand yeah. up and no, make I hear sure you. you know. Listen, I it's it's weird because when I do video games, uh and animation and anime, I don't ha- I don't do that actually. So like when mm. I'm working on character stuff, I'm not doing the hand thing. I'm literally just kind of doing my my stuff and I'm kind of like making gestures with my entire body to get in the character. But if I'm doing like TV promo or like movie trailers or like commercials, then I'll use my hand to kind of I don't know why that is to kind of conduct my I'm also like so mm. I have a degree in music education. And like, that's my okay. first love. And I, I was, I was going to go be like, I got my degree and then I was going to teach uh, choral music. And so I'm, I'm a conductor at heart. And so that's a way I conduct myself when I'm reading phrases and lines and stuff. I hear everything kind of like through music. And so Ooh. that's what I'm doing when I'm like conducting myself in my hand. And so I, I've, I've done it so much that like, it's just kind of natural. So I'm doing it and people are like, you're the hand goes with the words and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can't really like if you, if, if you were to throw a piece of copy in front of me for like commercial or whatever, and you tied my hands, it would, I would be done. It would be <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely honest with you. I would be able to know how to, exp- how to convey what I need to convey because like, I feel like my power has been stripped from me. So yeah, it's a quirk. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I respect that's fair. That. That's fair. Yeah. I would, I would call it a quirk. So. <laughs> and then, Absolutely. um, I mean, you've had so many. What was what you say is probably the most memorable voiceover that you probably have done as of late? Like most memorable one. Most memorable oh, was definitely um, hearing myself on the Super Bowl for um, Raya and the Last Dragon. I, I did the Ooh. the uh, I do. I'm the trailer voice for that thing. And uh, the, the the thing that was so memorable about it was the fact that I didn't my my managers kept it from me. They didn't tell me that it wow. was going to be airing on the Super Bowl. So That's I was just sweet. sitting there. I'm just sitting there with my wife, like, or she's you know she's in the kitchen cooking. It's funny I have a video of it on my on my page, but she's in the the kitchen just cooking. And I'm like watching the game. I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, the, the the pre, you know, before the game starts or whatever. Okay, this is cool. Jasmine Sullivan just got done singing or whatever. I'm like, yo, she killed it. And literally Absolutely. after Jasmine Sullivan got done, 
the uh the raya spot came on for for mm-hmm. disney and i was like wait a minute and, and <laughs> normally in my mind like a lot of times in trailers like they've moved a lot from voiceover to just having no voiceover so in my mind i'm seeing it i'm like oh there's not gonna be any voiceover on it they're just gonna show the right. picture because everybody's watching you know there's no need to kind of get people's attention but i heard from disney and i was like wait what? what's going on what's going on that and was like, it yo. and then i'm like seeing it go down and i'm hearing like it's quite a bit of narration and i'm like yo i'm like screaming in my living room like that yo, is incredible that is me and, I, and that has always been my dream is to do a super bowl commercial um and 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 I, and for it to do like to be a trailer and on the Super Bowl, where like millions of people are watching, mm-hmm. it was it was crazy, man. We all I, heard I, you. Like one of my one of my like that that is a highlight of my career, um, for sure, for sure. Absolutely, yeah, no, that's man. awesome. I couldn't imagine the feeling of knowing everybody just heard my voice. <laughs> you know, oh my everybody God, just heard yeah, everybody just this. It's, it's incredible. It's, I don't think you ever. I mean, anytime I hear myself on the TV, like I. I even even well, just like just you know broad, regular broadcast yeah, stuff, yeah. i'm still like oh my god like i'm still like that's this is what i do man but to, to on that kind of stage man like it's it's insane like i can't really put words to to you know how that makes me feel or anything like it, it's just a dream come true man it's, it's black boy joy all day yeah yeah Absolutely. crazy blessing crazy blessing yeah. Do you, do you feel like, at least in this sort of space, because I know for the last number of years or so, we've been kind of seeing, I don't want to say a rise, because honestly, I don't know if there are many black voice actors um, hmm. when I was a kid. I honestly don't know. That wasn't a thing I sort of looked for. I think now there's a rise with kind of like social media. Oh, also, yeah. people understanding, people, especially in the anime <laughs> community, people who are you know, these voice actors who are praised for, you know, their versatility and all this stuff like that. Um, Do you see a lot of other black voice actors when you go out and do these things, whether you do it for shows or whether you, you, um, you know, I guess mostly only shows because you would do the voiceovers for these trailers in your, in your, in your crib. Yeah. But do you see a lot of other ones? Like there's definitely, man, there's like you, um, like you said, there's definitely been a rise of old, black talent it's just the truth of the matter and i'm, I'm happy about it because when i when i started out i mean there was there was yeah, there was you know african-american talent out there people of color um yeah. but uh, but when i you know i think over time it's it's gotten so much i think i think the demand right now for just diversity and that word kind of gets thrown around so much time so many times right. but like but like honestly like the intentionality behind hiring black actors and black voice actors um it, it's it's starting to be it, i love it because i i actually see that auditions come in every time asking for african-american mm-hmm. um on the um on the specs or people of color which is great i love it um and, and but i i will say you know when i when i was kind of growing up and watching all these shows there wasn't a lot i'm i mean also there wasn't like i was working on dragon ball super um and one of the directors on the show was like man uh it's so good to have i just can be completely frank it's so good to have a black talent on this 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 show because like even on anime specifically like we don't have a lot of them and or, or a lot of them or some of them come in and then they go to like they go to prelay animation, which is, you know, like on the Disney mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff or whatever, which okay. is which is great. It's amazing. But specifically in anime, there's not a lot. Um, 
and, and so he, you know, he was telling me, he's like, it's so great to have that and, and, and to see that it's going to start opening doors for other people um, to kind of get some encouragement. And I think because I think also <clears throat> like, you know, you can kind of get discouraged if you're if you're a person of color, if you kind of get discouraged, if you don't see someone else who looks like you're doing the job, you're like, oh, For maybe, sure. you know, whatever, like I'm, I may I may not have a, a shot or uh, maybe it's too hard to get in. So but to see people like. You know, Zeno Robinson, for instance, say, or, yeah, you yeah. know, like your Phil Mars and like, you know, uh, E.K. Amadi, like all these other folks who are black, you know, in the game and, and killing really it. It's game, just kind of like, yeah. oh, my God, like th- they don't know it. Sometimes you don't know it when you're in the in the job, but you're paving the way for other folks like who who look like you, who want to do what you're doing. So anyway, a long story long. <laughs> yeah, I. I, I <laughs> When I do, when I go to sessions and stuff like that, when I am working like in a capacity where, you know, where, where other other cast members, it's amazing because I am starting to see a lot more more color in there. You know, I'm like, yeah, man, okay, like, I see, because it's good. It's good <laughs> yeah. to have some different perspectives. You know, most definitely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So you talked about you know doing the voiceover for Dragon Ball Super. I know personally from doing my research, one of the earliest animes that you've seen was Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, of course, we're the same. Our same story all start. I feel like if, if you're American, <laughs> if we, you came up around the eighties, nineties. You kind of had no choice, man. You kind of no like, yeah. they, they just fed it down our throats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me ask, let me ask you something. If you had the choice to voice any character in DBZ, wow. which one would it be? Oh my god. <sighs> um. Really oh. flip it. You it's know, a remake. It's like, a remake. I would, I would love to get take a shot at Piccolo, man. Oh um, man, because the brother's black. I don't care. <laughs> I don't there it is. Anybody said there it is. He is that, and um, man, I, I, oh man, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I really loved Hercule as well, man. I, I don't know. Why. I, I, <laughs> I think grab- you would, I think you would do really well, Hercule. As well. Yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I I when I did when I played the Budokai Tenkaichi series, I always mm-hmm. looked with Hercule all the time. So I oh, he was it. so annoying in that game, dude. <laughs> he was, he was. Oh Very, my god, <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah, I'm having flashbacks right now thinking about it. That was awful. Couldn't do much, but uh, and then uh, one of the Majins, bro, for sure, mm. for sure. And I think it would Ooh. be uh um. Not uh not Kid Boo, uh like uh, oh my god. The I'm one beforehand the one after who, Gohan, like, who fades Goku? Uh uh the, the skinny one the skinny super, one. The middle that's super boo, that is isn't it? Not is this is I don't think that's super boo. Uh where is it? It's a the one that was it the one that ate the Gohan? not the one what am I saying? The one that went on the lookout and destroyed everything. Yeah, okay, maybe that is that's super. Uh, they, yeah, maybe that's super boo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him, him, him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he cold bloody. Uh, he got thrashed, but he cold. But <laughs> he did get thrashed. <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, I mean we've, That's a hard we've all had this. Yeah, it's a. We've all had the same experience with Dragon Ball Z. I think about it all the time and stuff like that. Like I try to, you know, I I play around. I don't want to say I play around with voice acting, but I like imitating voices. I've always done that kind of as a kid. Was it something uh-huh. that you always found yourself doing as well? As a kid, honestly, as a young like prior to my sophomore year in high school no not really what i did though a lot is and i, I feel kind of embarrassed saying this but i i don't I actually don't care like i played with action <laughs> figures until yeah, no, like I, I, I played with action figures probably until i was like oh uh, i'd say about 
16, 17. It's like, to be honest with you, like, I, wrong I was with that, dude. huge. But so, what I would do though is I would, I'd have like 30 action figures that I have picked up along kind of my journey of collecting them and whatever. And I would give them mm-hmm. individual voices of and course. like create this fantasy <laughs> around specific. And it could be something crazy like a He Man action figure with like, um a uh, a uh, 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 Vegeta and creating a, a universe around that and making it kind of intertwined and so I remember I used to do that all the time like I would remember <laughs> I would like I like go outside and like pick up some grass make it into land and do this all this kind of stuff and then have another scene where it's like in in the bathtub or something like that some new bubbles to make it look like it's lava and it, I, <laughs> bro, my, my imagination would go wild and it would, it would just be because like I was never really good at school and like paying attention in class and doing all that kind of stuff. So like that stuff and playing video games and kind of geeking out that way was my escape from the fact that I couldn't do school well, you know? So um, that was, that was my thing. And so in terms of like creating voice characters and stuff like that, I think I did that not knowingly, you know, when I was doing playing with toys and action figures and all that kind of stuff. I think I did the same thing, dude. I just wasn't good at it. You know, like like we all we all had our moments going outside trying to go Super Saiyan or pretending a mobile suit Gundam or something like that. Oh yeah, man. You know, those are good times, man. I mean, if you did it till you were sixteen, seventeen, honestly, it's honorable (laughs) to be. Yeah, hey, hey, man. It's it's funny because my little brother now he's what is he? Is he? I think he's sixteen now. He's still like Mm -hmm. he's got toys galore. I say toys, action figures galore. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's and he's still, you know, doing his thing. So I'm like, man, don't you don't have to grow up too fast if you still no, enjoy seriously. them, you know, go, go for, for it. it. Yeah. yeah. And and a lot of people just collecting them now. I know as a kid. Well, I, I can't even say as a kid because as an adult, I've done fucking voices on this podcast. I just I, I don't you know. Definitely have. You definitely have. <laughs> and, now, one thing I think is just like going back to, you know, like your brother and, and yeah. I have a I have a 12 year old brother as well. Um, me being 31. For us to kind of communicate properly, you know, I've still played Pokemon to this day. So it was just easy. I, I, I think it. a lot of the things that me and Mills talk about, I'm actually happy that we, you know, what we do as grown men, we allow other people to be so open with what they love, you know. So yeah. it, I, I don't really think about that often, but just us talking about anime or, or things that may seem, uh, you know, childish at times and talking about it as adults, man, I, I just hope it. It allows kids to keep just doing whatever they want to do. You know, yeah. just, just watching cartoons, anime, action figures, whatever it may be. You know, I, I, I just think, think it's important. Yeah, allowing allowing people to have that space to to create and just yeah. fantasize and, and use their imaginations. Because, like, bro, like the work that I do on a daily basis like depends on me like having an imagination like when you're doing video games or when you're doing animation and stuff you have to put yourself in that place and have the connection Mm -hmm. and some people don't have that connection to their imagination to to, to kind of think beyond their reality just because a lot of times when they've grown up it's like no stop that that's for kids stop doing that um but i'm thankful that my you know my parents were just kind of like let me do whatever i did because i now i'm able to easily tap into that and just pretend and and have fun with it um and not feel like i'm just like is everybody staring at me what are they gonna think about when i you know all that stuff <laughs> yeah, so yeah, i agree sure. can't get lost in the sauce man like yeah. you know, always uh kids at heart for sure i know I, exactly. I can never let it go you know i've said it multiple Absolutely, times man. Males, like tapped in yeah Absolutely. listen one of our most popular so jeff and i do another podcast with a with a friend named pat called mount silver it's a pokemon podcast mm. you don't do it often 
but we do it from time to time because you'll revisit and the amount of people they I think who gravitate towards it. that just because wow. they feel first of all it's kind of back then also you're kind of speaking to them also it's like wow maybe they maybe they still love it but no one else does but at least they have someone who's have that at least that conversation so they feel right, right. kind of like that sort of situation and i think it's incredibly important to like continue to be open and yeah. and i think it's a you know your imagination continue to like it's a i feel like it's a thing you got to exercise as well and you yes. get even, so for it to grow and for it to you know expand and stuff like that and that just opens a lot more opportunities to a lot of different things a hundred percent a hundred percent and it, it, like you said yeah it's it's also it's also a muscle man like because you're able to create things that just weren't there before i mean you just think about it man like you're able to create things that weren't there before and then act on those things and kind of try to figure out a way to bring whatever you're like seeing in your mind to the forefront which it just right. always you know uh uh i think that's even with I, I, you know like i said i do music um mm-hmm. there's a lot of times where i'm just like i'll be going around the house i, I do a lot of vocal arranging for a, for a, a cappella group that i'm a part of and a lot of times mm-hmm. i'm hearing a song like i'm hearing a cb wonder song and i want to arrange something for it and i hear a dope chord in my mind i'm like oh i gotta go arrange that so i'll run and the fun part about it is trying to figure out what chord i heard in the moment and trying to pick <laughs> right. that out within my imagination trying to figure out what the chord was and so you know, it's it's just being able to be in tune with that, man. It's just it helps a lot, man. It helps a lot. Hey man, you working, man. You working, man. <laughs> Audio engineer, vocalist, voiceover. I try, man. Oh, the lights got to stay on, man. Yeah, Absolutely, man. bro. Absolutely. I mean, speaking of opportunities, speaking of lights stay on, you had the opportunity just recently <sighs> to work on Attack on Titan, the Uh-oh. final season. Oh, yeah, man. So uh, how was that? Yeah. I, I've been doing so I've been doing bit parts for uh, Attack on Titan um, over the last couple of years. Um, but it's it's funny. I say this, like, I just started watching the show. Like, I hadn't watched Mm. the show before, and a couple of weeks ago, I was in L.A., or I was in, like, California for a recording, and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I'm in quarantine. Like, we had to quarantine for four days, so I just sit in my hotel room for four days and not leave. And so I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to try this out just to see what's going (laughs) on with it. I watched the first episode, and I was... (laughs) hooked all it took hooked bro like i was like this is the show and i'm already i'm 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 on the last episode of season one uh it's 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 hard because like um well actually no i think there's only like four episodes in season one i think i'm further than that um anyway i i'm i'm on a specific episode um but it's hard because i'm i'm working quite a bit and so trying to find time to sit and watch things like i'm doing monday through friday i'm 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 working and so saturday and sundays are the days where i get to kind of do whatever i want but saturdays right. are mostly the days where i'm kind of chilling or whatever um so i try to watch an episode then um but man I, that show is in, like i uh, it's probably one of the, one of the greatest sh- animes i've seen it is um, yeah. and, and yeah. so it seems to be a resounding uh answers from a lot of people Listen, you, we have the same exact reaction for seeing the first season, and it's crazy that you see that in the first season. I'm like, wow, this is really like, oh, I love this it. is like different, it's but it's else. like it's so it's so much story and so much things in between yes. and stuff like that, and and, and 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 kind of like that. And I think it'll go down as one of the you know the one of the greatest anime of all time. I, I think it's a top three anime all, already of all time. It's not yet quite finished, but I, yeah, 
I'm pretty new to attack as well. Like, I mean, I guess late last year was when I really like started watching it. So, oh man, hundred percent. It's 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 great. It's what's funny is I when I was working on it, like, like I didn't know what what the show was. Like, I, 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 right. I was like, okay, just another show. Because we because when we're doing um, at Funimation when we're working on titles, like. We'll get there, and then we may be working with three different directors on different properties. And so we're going from booth to booth to booth, working on different stuff. Mm-hmm. And we just – sometimes I don't even – like, I just get into a booth. I don't even pay attention to the name they call out. I'm just like, okay, ready for my lines. Where's it at? And I'm watching, and then I'm trying to figure it out. And then I leave, and then, you know, when it comes out, I'm like, oh, that was a show? Oh, you know. And the director <laughs> may have told me, like, 15 times. I just didn't pay attention because yeah, yeah, we're going from you. booth to booth. And so – yeah, so when I when I was working on that with uh when I came in for that with Mike uh, uh McFarlane like uh, we he told me what it was I was like okay dope all right I'm gonna do my little thing and and hop out and then you know now I'm watching and I'm like I didn't understand what I was working <laughs> on um and, and but to be a, a part of the that that kind of legacy in a, in the small way that I came in it's 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 an honor for sure yeah man. It's a, it's incredible. It's one of the, the Attack on Time final season is probably one of the most, mm. it's the most pivotal thing. And of course, you know, it, it the, mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer we have of it, but you know, they said the season finale on, uh, on Sunday, of course, but yeah. it's a, it's such an amazing thing. And I think it's overall just an amazing experience and kind of like, it's very rare that you get an anime kind of like everyone watches live tweets yeah, same time. Complete. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. And, and, and I guess that's the kind of the bar for, um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I guess that's kind of the bar of like, whether something is great at this point, because it's like, yeah, everybody, like you cannot lie. Everybody's talking about this show and like gleaming about this show and talking about how amazing, I mean, and how, and it's creating a conversation, you know? Um, right. So it's kind of like, bruh, if y'all going to create anime, y'all got to come in like this. Got to. <laughs> Absolutely. Better. Follow the trend. Yeah. Well, the same, the same reaction they had for attack on time is the one they had for dragon ball super, which you worked oh, on. Yeah. Well, I was working on dragon ball super. Fam, that was that was. Yeah. I just you know <laughs> I don't even like another another oh, dreamy moment. right yeah, yeah man like I remember when I went in there and I was sitting at, at Ocotron Studios uh, here in Texas and I was like yo I cannot believe I'm here and so next door I hear Chris Sabat go like Ooh, screaming man. at the at the I mean he's oh, I, I think man. I think he was I think he was going Super Saiyan like in the actual like show. But I, I, all I hear, all I see is a door, and I hear him. He probably going goes super sane in real life too. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the room was shaking, and oh, I was man. like, "That's insane." And then, like a couple minutes later, I hear Sean Schimmel, like in the in the in the oh, booth, man. like he's he's Skype, I guess skyping in or, or or doing a source connect through uh, from LA, and I'm like, I can't believe I am here right now. And then I went How in, bro, yo, it was it was nuts because again, like I've watched these guys since I was in diapers, like li- watching the show and and like when doggone Goku who was turning Super Saiyan 3. It took about five episodes to get through that entire thing. But I was there <laughs> after school, four o'clock. Four kid, I was sitting there watching, bro. And so um, to be in that spot, and then when I came in, so I came in to do one character, um, Rubalt, and uh and and i gladly got my 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 rear kicked by piccolo and i was cool with it um <laughs> yeah. spoiler for, for those sure. of you who haven't watched it um but um th- but then after that they were like hey so then we have this other character if you want i'm like heck yeah i want a voice let's go <laughs> uh, so, I was able to do that too. um so anyway it 
just to say it was a dream brother it it was a it was a dream oh, and yeah, i oh my i'm so happy to to that be a so part cool. of that in in the way i could oh my god i mean jeff and i the the <clears throat> The beginning of this podcast, literally, I mean, I think last week was our three-year anniversary of doing this podcast. Yeah. And, like, the beginning of Congrats. it, the genesis of it is thank because you. of, thank you, is because of that Tournament of Power Saga and because everything that yeah, you, man. you know, everything that's contributed to it and stuff like that. <laughs> do you feel like, do you feel like at least that the dub actors, voiceover actors, especially English ones, are now getting the respect that they kind of deserve? Because I still encounter people who's, like, dub. <laughs> All right, all right. I don't watch no dub. Before Gabe we watch subs. This, before Gabe answers this, when I first got into anime, <clears throat> and this is just because I didn't really know any better, but I was kind of taught from my peers that sub is superior. You know, right, right. watching it in its original language is superior. So it kind of it, it happened to me just you know naturally. Um, yeah. And then I got older, and you know, you you want to eat while you're watching, or sure. play games while you're watching, and I'm like, this is pretty good like you know the, the, yeah. the dub of course um so yeah how is that seriously you know i it's it's one of those things i guess for some folks and it's a it's an acquired taste um like i think i think when i for me dub just worked just because like like you said like i want to be able to enjoy my food be in the kitchen and do my thing <laughs> and, and still understand what's going on not have to mm-hmm. pause and then you know if i'm cooking or doing or doing my thing an hour done gone by and i hadn't watched it or whatever right, right. so like it's it's what i think the problem i have because i get people all the time like they'll come like I, I did a convention last week last year um and somebody came up to me he's like i hate the dub of it, my hero i just watched sub over and, <laughs> and i'm like Wait, they came up to you specifically and it was just like, I just need to let you know. They came up to me specifically and said, I hate the dub of My Hero Academia. I just watched the dub. I'm not quite sure what you want me to do with that information. I need to jump off a cliff or what? You know, but even even on on Twitter, you know, or or like social media, people will write, you know, dub sucks. Why y'all even did that? Like they'll go in. Um, yeah, and it's not, crazy. and my thing is like, yo, like if you, if you're a sub person, yo, be a sub person. I think I agree with the sentiment of like, uh, it, it is a, it is a lot more accurate in terms of what they're trying to convey. Sure. But I think another mm-hmm. thing is like with dub, um, a lot of the jokes and stuff that are used in, let's say Japan, Korea, like a lot of those jokes, if you translate it directly to the U S we, we get lost. We don't understand what's going on. Get lost. So, yeah. you know, there've been some times, even when I'm work recording, when I was recording on, for rock lock, um, I did, I think I, I switched out some stuff where I got, I said, yo, that's dope, you know, and I would use dope. Now, somebody in Japan ain't going, you dope. And they do it. <laughs> right. so, so, but somebody, somebody who's on the board or on the fence of like sub or dub may hear that and be like, oh, no, that's not accurate. That's not it. No, like, right. you know, I'm done with it. But somebody who is open, I guess, to it, maybe like actually i appreciate that that feels more i feel more connected to the character i feel For more sure. connected yeah. to the yeah. show so like i'm not i'm not on either side i'm like whatever helps you whatever helps man. you enjoy, he would say dope yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. Whatever, he whatever helps you connect to the to the show and you know whatever you feel like i don't think you should pick you know any side like oh i'm a sub so i hate dub or i'm dub and i hate sub like no 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 so yeah. it's definitely but we get those stuff man i like we get we get all types of flag, you know, for for, for, for <laughs> dubbing stuff. And it's just kind of like, man, we, there's nothing we could do. We're just doing right, our job. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, listen, the thing is, it's like, I think My Hero Academia, and this is not just because you're here. I thought it before I knew you or anybody. I interviewed anyone from the show. I think it's legitimately one of the best dubs that there ever is because it sounds so accurate and it sounds so... Nothing sounds out of the ordinary. I think a lot of it helps is that I think a lot of these voices I've heard are for the first time. So Ah. it's like, it's not like, for instance, One Piece, right? I just... (laughs) <laughs> just started one piece yeah just started one piece um good luck but i've been now. watching dr- i know i know <laughs> i got a first hundred episodes i'm like okay we'll stop here and we'll yeah. revisit a, at a later date <laughs> um but i was like oh okay for me who's been watching dragon ball z for the last 20 years i was like oh okay i wonder how many of these voices are going to be in this show mm. krillin piccolo all these other stuff and i think it helps that it's such i feel like it's such a new cast an original cast yeah. of voices of people that you've never really heard except all might because all might is you know you know sure <laughs> he is who he is like you know the voice but still even a little bit different but um yeah i think it, that helps as well but my hero academia rock lock i mean is 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 that you feel like the role in terms of voice acting that puts you on the map uh man, I think it helped. I think it definitely helped, especially on the anime side of things. I I don't I didn't have before before Rock Lock. It was like uh, I I did Fisher Tiger One Piece, um, mm-hmm. and then I did um uh Gildrey Pizot in Black uh, Clover, mm-hmm. uh, and some other stuff. Some some other roles that were you know I, I didn't know I didn't gauge how fans enjoyed my work in, in anime or I, I didn't know i just had people tell me hey i loved you in this i loved you in that but i didn't know how right. big whatever but when i got rock lock specifically it well when when rock lock first appeared that was like the first time i've ever gotten a massive reaction to a a specific role so i was like oh mm. this, this may be a big deal <laughs> so, <laughs> this may do it yeah. may do it so well, yeah that was that that one is i think yeah if you, in terms of putting on the map that that definitely is a character that people point to a lot when they're talking about like the work that i do in anime so that's I'm absolutely <laughs> We we were Jeff we and I, I mean, over here, you know. Absolutely. We've been we just finished recapping season four of the entire My Hero Academia. And oh. one of the part we got to the rock lock part, obviously, when you guys are in the conference table and you're giving Deku so much uh, uh, shit. But yeah. uh <laughs> but we just thought it was so like it was so realistic. It was like you know oh, what I'm saying? Know. It's like we were talking even when you're having the conversation with Sir Nidai, he's like, if you can see the future, why can't you just tell me if I'm going to die? Honestly, when, when, when Colleen explained to me that scene and explained to me what was going, cause I didn't, I didn't read the manga. I didn't, I didn't like, I, I understood what my hero was, but I didn't quite, I didn't know what was going on up to that point. Yeah, but when yeah. Colleen, right. the director explained to me what was going on, that literally in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, my brother, I mean, if you're able to see the future, brother, what are we doing here? You could be, we could be, we could, we could have been done, took care of this easily. And so when that, when that line oh, came up, God. I was like, my sentiments exactly, my sentiments exactly. So I may have come, I may have came on a little too yeah, a little attitude on, on the kids. And you know, people, people, it's funny when that, when that episode came out, a lot of folks hit me up, was like, dude, y'all, you need to take it easy on, on, on the nephew, man and the kids. I'm like, you gotta understand. Man, they're kids, man. They're, they're kids. kids man. I, 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 they, they're not strong now, but yeah. you know, as a, as a, as you know, as you keep watching, you, you understand why he was being so, so defensive. You know, they came from an actual place. You know, right? Absolutely. I mean, 
<laughs> Rock Lock itself, I think, just one of it, it was the first black character that people see in My Hero Academia. Everyone gravitates towards mm-hmm. it. Um, I think the voice is amazing. The voice is this exception, you. like I said yeah, before. I, I, I said it before yeah. thing. It's one of the ones that you just know. It was like, oh, that's a black man. Yeah. And it, it was weird. <laughs> it was it was interesting to kind of see the experience of it because um, there aren't very much voices that you can just pick out and it's like distinct and it's just yeah. like you know yeah um but that one you know so you did an amazing job my friend on rock thank, Lock. thank you so much and it was it was kind of you know for i there there could have been there are a couple of different ways i could have gone about it um in terms of like the the vernacular and and, and just kind of like how he feels and how he kind of yeah. he sits in the mix with everybody else and i could have took it a, a different way where he would have just kind of been another hero and just kind of sat there and just mixed up with everybody else but i i because he was the first black character in the show i needed it to have a little bit of a more of a splash so that people understand like my brother who watches the show was like yo you know and and, and and immediately connected with this character and was like yo i feel like this is my big brother i feel like this is my uncle i feel like this is whatever whatever so um I, that was that was my only thing was to make sure that folks knew that yo this is this is a black man and and he is very passionate about what he does and his kids and all that kind of stuff so you know i i'm glad that it, it came across in a good way yeah, thank no, you it, it was Absolutely. it was awesome man i Again, it's one of those things where you, you hear it, you know it's, it was the first black character. So yeah. just seeing it and I mean, yeah, it was it was awesome, man. I'm appreciate you. Definitely something that we uh we look forward to more in the future. And I you know, obviously we hope you still you still get your get more chances to do more you know, stuff that you love. Oh yeah. I don't wanna spoil it, but you know <laughs> I think okay, you know I mean might, might be a little you okay. you good for now, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so real quick before we get you out of here, I do I do got a question. I, I want to know what is like for you going forward. You yeah. know the future. What what's what's just the ideal role? Do you love this anime stuff? Is it yeah. is it film? Is it you know what is really like the next drive? What's your ideal role? You know what I'm saying for voiceover. Oh man, I I I love the anime stuff, man. I I that's one one you know. It's a career that, you know, obviously, like, it's 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 hard to get into. And then when you get into it, you know, it's hard to sustain just because <laughs> right. it's not as it's not as lucrative as some may, some may expect. But I think because I am a geek in the way of, like, I, I have been watching it. Like, anime is a part of my, my badge. My badge mm-hmm. is, like, I have to stick with it, man. It's it's my favorite, one of my favorite things to do. I think the future for me is like that. I definitely like I I want to get into a Marvel animated series. Like that okay. is that is. Mm. I've been very close in terms of like the like um right now I, I'm the voice of War Machine on Marvel Super War. That's a mobile game, and then there's another game coming out um that I'm working on. Uh, that's okay. a Marvel property. Um. And, and, and so I, 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 in that way, I'm already kind of putting my, my foot in that way. But uh, I want to get into the animated series side of things for yeah, a yeah. thing. And so I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen. I, I think it'll happen. Um, and um, yeah, that's that's kind of the, the 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 pathway for me right now. No, that's Absolutely. awesome. And I, I definitely understand because I know if I was in your position, I'm taking it like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. I'm rock rock. You know? <laughs> 
or I'm so and so. Like absolutely. So I can see like being a part of an anime or an anime series or anything like that. The fans in general, they tie you in with that character for life. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so, this is very true. Like they I and I didn't know that at first going into it, you know. I I didn't I I thought it was either you do the work and then you go back and then you you're done, you know. You you yeah, yeah, sure. you get to watch it for yourself and stuff, but um I uh, when I when I go to the conventions, that's when I'm like, yo, those people will really like. <laughs> they love me. They yeah, they and they appreciate the work, and it's like it actually means. Like there was this one girl who came up to me. She was she was crying. I was like, yo, what did I do? Wow. She's like, I just love your character, and you, awesome. you know, and and, and it, it it was an African American girl, like she's a black girl, wow. and she was that's crying. And she was like, oh my god, you don't know how much this character means to me, and this and that, and the third. I was wondering if you could sign this, and I'm like, I'll sign whatever you want me to. <laughs> you know? So anyway. It, to, to know that it means something to somebody, yeah, man, mm-hmm. I got I to gotta stick with it because I know it's helping somebody's journey. That's beautiful. Man. That's, That's beautiful, true. man. Gabe, thank you. Wow. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> this has, been, so this has been an amazing interview. Thank you for this, man. Thank you, guys. Um, I appreciate the, the, the opportunity to come on the show. Absolutely. Where can they follow you and all the other stuff? Yeah, so uh, just like uh, Gabe Kunda I, on all social medias, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, you can find the me. TikToks all over are amazing. Like, <laughs> tic- like just seeing, just seeing it visually, and he I'm just like, wow. That. He was like, ah. yeah. The t- and the, the TikToks, man. I'm trying to get into that thing more. It's, it's, it's. I love watching them, but trying to create something is always like nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, and then also like, just recently you did a tweet of the the rated R, the like under seventeen out of it. Oh my um, gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that joint is. I hard. was. <laughs> I was doing that. I was like, "Yo, I could. I need to figure this out." Wait, hold on. Like, it's, it's been so fun, man. Like, I was legitimately that. trying it for like five minutes. Is like under seventeen, something like yeah, that. And yeah. it was just like, "Wow, it's kind of a, it's kind of a tricky, you know, it, I, real it, talent, it's, man, real talent." It's, it's especially tricky when you have like executive, like five executives on a phone call with you listening to you do it. Then you're like, "Oh my <laughs> god, I gotta get this right." <laughs> so yeah. Oh my Thanks. god. Well. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. Of course, everyone can continue to follow us. You can follow myself at Meals TV, follow Jeff at Old News Boy, and follow The Lookout at The Lookout RNC on Twitter. Of course, continue to stay subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, everywhere where you can find podcasts. Um, So hopefully we can, you know, stay subscribed. We can bring you more interviews like this. Thank you again, Gabe. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Once again. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, been an amazing opportunity. This brightened the hell out of my day. So oh, I'm feeling pretty good now. I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, we will see you guys next time. Take care. Yeah.